0: welcome back people to this another episode of our podcast what about and we are going to talk about upcoming ufc event which is vufc 270 and versus gan and uh, figuardo versus moreno and we still have our guest from the previous episode lohit alongside us so today we are going to preview this main event and co-main event of ufc 270 and also give our predictions for it. So, yep, let's go.
1: Um, Francis and Ganu ko dekha To wo ek monster hai. Wo wow. predator hai. Wo ek hai. He hits like a fucking truck. And just like this, I think that in training camps, which is a type of wrestling training, grappling training, it makes him dangerous on all the formats, even on the ground, on the stand up. And if you are in Ghan, if you are in patient, if you are in a distance, you are in distance. Or, agaus, firefights may engage. Na kare. Maybe points keep basis, pe jeet sakta hai, but I don't think so. It's gonna happen. I think it's going to be a knockout for Nganu because he hits like a monster truck. And there is no other way I see it going. And that's it from me. So moving on to our next segment when we talk about the upcoming event UFC 270. Here is my first question to you, Athar. So, how does the training camp with Henry Cejudo and John Jones impact Davies and Figueiredo's chances at the championship belt against the fight of Bren Moreno?
0: So, to be honest, like without sucking a lot of time here at uh, upcoming UFC 270, I'm very excited about it. I'd like to say that I'm not sure about Figgy. I'm really not sure. I mean, look at Sayudo, he trained Willy Zhang, right? At the Namanujas fight. He trained her. And uh, like I I couldn't see any significant improvement in her or per se the Zhang that was before the first Namanuja's fight. So I'm not sure. Also, Jones, if I were Figuendo, what 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 could I be taking away from you know Jones or take like positively? I'm not sure how he would be helping because he's really at a very different class right now. I get the point where a lighter guy, you know, like correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, but I feel ki it is pretty much very easier for a lighter guy to train a heavier guy and understand how the physics work, you know, but it is very different for a heavier guy to understand how it works for a lighter guy. So I'm not sure how he would be helping him. Uh, the classes are very also different
1: considering the fact considering the fact which is an irony here John Jones has always been the lightest guy in his own division <laughs> yeah Actually, there's Isn't that another... ironical?
0: yep 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 and also there's another uh, irony here that you mentioned the word irony just straight away came to my Uh, head key. Figueroa is fighting in the lightest division right now (laughs) and uh, (laughs) Jones is fighting in the heaviest division in the UFC right now in men's division the movements are so different the timing is so different but there's one thing that he can learn from Jones and that is to how to put Moreno on his back foot and you know we know what Jones does best and what Figueroa hasn't been able to capitalize in few fights he hits one to Moreno, Moreno hits one back and he hurts the second one more clear. That is where he needs to outsmart. And I think maybe Jones can help him in that way. Otherwise, I don't know. Saudo maybe better than Jones here in this context because he's been a fly with himself. So, yeah, that's my short answer here. So, my question is that if Third fight so Moreno So to all our listeners who does not know, Moreno and Figueldo fly with and uh pehli fight draw thi. literally five round ka battle tha. that was drawn a score, but uh, figueredo get to keep the championship belt because he was the champion in, uh, going into that fight before only. So he get to he gets to keep the belt. unka rematch recently where uh Moreno won pretty convincingly and uh, made Figueredo tap out. So, I want to ask you, Lohit, ke, in case if Figueredo is what's next for him? Do you think it's bantam um, uh, weight?
1: Figueredo is a fighter who has a bantam weight class in the fights. And uh, he can definitely jump his weight class to 135 Bantamweight. weight. And a very good opponent for him would be TJ Dillashaw. Because (laughs) TJ already made his comeback this year against in a very, very close cutthroat fight against Corey Sandigan and has been giving us the signals that he is going to be more active and he's to be more seen in the coming year. So I really see deviation Figueiredo that, you know, jumping his weight class and matching up with TJ Dillashaw would be a very nice challenge. And a very, very exciting fight. And also, you know, mo- the more weight he puts on his body, uh, you know, it would be really better for him to fight. Because this constant weight loss and the weight cut is not sustainable. And just looking at Davison figueredo the way how big he is for his current weight class, he should definitely, definitely be fighting in the band weight division.
0: Yep, I agree. Also, there were some speculations after the second fight only or the the you know, speculations. speculation. Yeah, that he was planning to move up. Yeah, Yeah, and I totally supported the man almost, you know, he almost fainted during the weight cut and I think it's better for him to be at the bantam weight because he's powerful. He's powerful and he can do pretty well there. Like you said, yep. you put it just perfectly here. So,
1: my next question to you, Athar would be how better would Cyril Ghan perform at the light heavyweight category?
0: Yeah. Uh, this question interests me a lot. First of all, and it's a very, very good question. And uh, my answer to this question is that he'll be the champion. The answer is too straight, but yes, he's as fast if not faster, uh, you know, among the many light heavyweights and he's too good at slipping punches we all know he's striking he's too clinical see i'll put it like this if glover can beat jan and izzy can go five rounds with jan then why not gan himself wins it that is my argument if he can cut down the weight if he can get over it i can see anything happening at that division even though it doesn't excite me to be honest, I, I can even see Reyes being the champion in the coming days because what what happened in te- Glover, versus, G- Glover versus this uh, Blacho was like too much for me to handle, like too much to digest also okay, what happened. So yeah, why not? Cyril Gant for the champion at <laughs> light like, heavyweight? It's pretty much possible.
1: I think he beats every single one of them.
0: Yeah, that, oh my God. Like... That's a pretty, you know, yeah, (laughs) yeah, like, out of nowhere, you say he's going to beat everyone. But yeah, like, why not? Why not? If he's going to be champ, he can surely beat every one of them. I think the biggest challenge for him at
1: the light heavyweight category would be the same striking matchup, the same striking style guy, Jiri Poshaka, with the same stance, same... Kickboxing style. Damn. He would be a great challenge for Cyril Gan but with the kind of muscle and the kind exactly. of power that Gan comes with. I don't think so uh, Jiri would stand a big chance. It yeah. might be a 16- sixty.
0: Also, also, Cyril Gan in light heavyweight would be the you know Nganu at uh, heavyweight right now. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> <laughs> wow, what <laughs> what an analogy. <laughs> nice analogy. <laughs> yeah. So, my question is, where do you put Steve Maiochic? It's like he's really been terribly ignored by UFC right now. And I hate every single bit of it. that, the way he has been put to the sidelines. Where do you put Maiochic and what's next for him?
1: Um, UFC is all about money fights. It's the money game. It's the commercial game. It's the, you know, it's like really the IPL. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the, it's a, it's a total money game. It's a celebrity game. It's, viewership. it's all about those lights, colors, sparkles, and, you know, all the, all those blockbuster actions. Mayachic is a rather very simple fighter. He does not beef with anyone. He's a gentleman. He keeps his facts straight. He talks straight. He walks straight. He doesn't cross his path with a lot of people. Maybe he needs better representation by his managing team. He's dangerous on the feet and he's dangerous on the ground. He is a very dangerous opponent. And I think with a few extra pounds on his body, he might stand a chance against like Nganu to get his championship belt back. But definitely he needs a better representation on the social media and like in general. So, if in case he comes back, again, it's against who? Definitely, it should be Nganu. It should be a rematch with Nganu. That's, I think he deserves it. He has a big legacy. He has defended his title so many times. And he has been in the heavyweight championship main event since 2015. He has a big legacy with him, behind him. He has a big resume. He has big names in his resume. Like Alistair Overeem. And he has defeated uh, Daniel Cormier, one of the greatest, twice in his career. He is
0: amazing. And and if in case Ghan defeats Nganu, then should it be Mayocic versus Ghan? No, I don't think so.
1: I think he should have... I don't think so. He gets a title shot straight up. I think he should make a comeback against Nganu as he lost his fight against it. Also, looking at their previous matchups, a trilogy would be something that would sell more pay-per-views and makes more sense commercially, business-wise.
0: Yep, appropriate. So,
1: moving on to my next question. Should Derek Lewis be the backup fighter for our championship main event? And if
0: not, then who? <laughs> I mean, like a few days ago only, we were seeing these speculations of like Derek Lewis is about to face Taito Iwasa. And uh, now, like if he's not the reserve fighter, then it's like the reason would have been that is prepping for a fight against Iwasa and they're prepared but uh, recently recently i mean in the past 50 hours or 55 hours so there has been no speculations regarding the same fight so i guess yes no doubt he is or maybe he can be the fighter that they have to keep and uh, they must have like the arrangement must have already been there you know he would have started you know being in the shape and ready for like being ready for the fight, and I, and if it's not him, then I think it's Tuyasah. Uh, he's coming fresh. He's a name, and uh, like a substitute fighter, he might save UFC stay You know the prices have gone up to seventy-five dollars per view in the USA. So I mean, yeah, Toivasa would be a good save if in case uh, Gan or Angharoudu doesn't make the weight or something happens. But again, yeah. See, see. Even while we are conversing, conversing, you know, about this situation, I hate the fact how suddenly everyone forgot Stebe, man. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs>
1: really, he really gets ignored. He has yeah. no standing in the social media.
0: <laughs> and he's the greatest heavyweight of all time, man. I can't believe. He's one it. of
1: the greatest. Yeah, definitely. He's one of the greatest, if not the greatest.
0: Yep. So. I question ufc you people don't so does Brendan moreno has a star power so much that he doesn't need to be on the co event anymore can he now sell a pay per view by his name only my answer is yes would like to know what's yours
1: uh, um. there's a major disagreement here bro I think really? Moreno has that sweet good boy type of personality in the UFC he is the assassin but he's the baby assassin he still can't sell pay-per-views on his own because the main reason is the flyweight division does not have such serious opponents for Brandon Moreno to be able to sell pay-per-views if he wants to sell pay-per-views, he has to take better. He has to take up better challenges, like moving up a weight class or something like that, to become a double champ. But I don't think so. It's gonna happen even in a fantasy matchup. It does not happen yeah. because
0: Moreno is too small. He's too yeah. small for this. Um,
1: he's too um, you know.
0: small, and he's almost too perfect. You know, in his timing and his positioning and his exactly. the he, way he stands. His fighting is, think, style only suits the flyweight division. Ah, like he's tailor-made for flyweight
1: yes so i don't think so he sells any pay per views on his own he
0: he is right where he is at right now i mean i saw how he was being welcomed in mexico and like blew my mind yeah, like, yeah. you know he
1: has a great he has a great fan following but still, think, if, you think, wanna think... if you want to sell pay per views if you want to be on the top you got to be more spicy like you got to have like put more drama into your promos and into your social media brawls and beefs to sell those pay-per-views, just like Colby Covington, Jorge Masvidal and things like these, they don't happen like that. You have to be the bad guy. Not everyone is the bad uncle Ch- Chael Sonnen.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I kind of agree, but yeah, let's see what, what happens in the future. I think he can right now only you know generate good numbers for UFC, especially in this fight. This is Brazil versus Mexico. It's Figueroa versus Moreno. And it's a trilogy. It's, it's not 1 1 going into the fight, but it's not also 2 0 going into the fight. So, like this, this one could have been a main event, you know. But, yep. Let's see how it folds.
1: Gan versus Engano, Moreno versus Figueredo. Final predictions which round, which guy, which way, and who's next for them.
0: I would just like to let people know here that both of us rated a lot of fights in the UFC. I initially st- had a very good year in 2021. Like I was hundred percent recording at, you know, I had hundred percent recorded getting the correct title fight to winner, but it suddenly fell through and like, it couldn't be worst for me. And so did it with Louis, but it's nothing like it has nothing to do with us or the odds or anything. It's just that it's that kind of sport. It's too unpredictable That's why we love it. And but but oh, nevertheless, I'm gonna make some predictions. So I think uh, Cyril Gan takes this fight and uh, he beats Ganu by clinical TKO punches in round three. And uh, Morin also figured out, I see Moreno taking this fight because he has that mental edge about, uh, like you know about Figueroa. Figueroa knows he's 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 got beaten. Figueroa knows Moreno's hand was broken in the first fight, and he still managed to get the draw. Figueroa knows, and Moreno knows what he is supposed to. So, I guess it's gonna be Moreno, but it's not gonna be uh an early stoppage because fig is gonna be more prepared, and Moreno's gonna think like. That way that figure is prepared for anything. So it's gonna take it slow. Round four by submission. I got Moreno. Let's go. Next for Cyril Gan. So if he wins, I'd say give him Stipe. Or I'd say give Stipe his desert title shot. If Ghan loses, I really don't know. Who's next? I really don't know. For Nganu, win or loss, I don't know maybe he leaves the UFC. Like all the money speculation that's happening, he said, I'm not going to be fighting for $500,000 only. And if it doesn't, uh, you know, he if he, if he stays in the UFC and he wins this fight, then this people rematch is uh, obvious, not the rematch, the trilogy, I guess. It's the trilogy, right? If Yeah. Yeah. If he loses, then maybe he leaves. Then I'd I'd, I'd say that there's a 70% chance that Ganu leaves. And if he loses and he doesn't leave, then maybe the winner of Luis versus Tuivasa in case, in case, that's a thing. In case Luis and Tuivasa is a thing. For Moreno, if he wins, it has to be Kaikara France versus Oscar winner. And this fight recently, like people are telling that it's gonna happen at March 26th. If Moreno loses, I think he fights Celis Perez. If Figueroa wins, then it's gonna be the same for him. Winner of uh, kaikara one versus vs Ascaro. If he loses, then यार division छोड़ देना चाहिए. Division में रुकने का कोई तुक नहीं है. Moreno के नीचे रहने का match The God of War, he shouldn't stay there. So, if he loses, I think he leaves the division and he fights a ranked bantam weight. So, those are my final predictions. So, I guess that is it for our complete pilot episode. And uh, I don't know, if we are yet to edit this. So, this might, like, we will, we honestly love talking here right now. And this was our first experience still learning, you know, what, what's podcasting, how it's done. And I'd just like to thank my man Louis for being here, you know, it's it's always great to, you know, being engaged with this guy and listen to him and, you know, have his opinions on different things. Thanks a lot, man, for coming. Thank up. you so much Atar,
1: for having me here. It was a pleasure. It was an honor. It was an amazing experience. Thank you so much. This was the first time I was doing a podcast and it was the first time for you as well. And it was a lot of fun and we should do it more often.
0: Yep. Yeah. Also, like, uh, thank you to everyone for listening. And uh, we hope we can bring more and more insightful things for you up here. And that's it for the time being. So, yep.
1: Take care. God bless you. Bye. See you next time on What's About.